What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. As always, checking in is your coach and host, Josh, here with... His other host and his other coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Let's get it. Coming at you with Motivation Monday. We've got the coffee going strong today. We had some of that Death Wish coffee. I save it for when we know we're going to film some killer episodes. So hopefully you liked uh, you know, the episode we released on Thursday about bloating. If you haven't listened to that yet, it is phenomenal. We just finished filming it. That's why we're so fired up. And now we're really excited to jump into Motivation Monday because you're listening to this. It is Monday. It is your time to get out there and make your stamp on the week. So we're going to jump right into it as always, as we love to do with our quotes, because quotes fire us up. They motivate us. They're little mantras. I always say they're tools in our tool belt for a reason. And I'm going to start it off. I'm going to just take over here because I'm really passionate about this. This is a common quote you hear a lot, and that's you can't buy heart. So the reason I like this is I think, you know, especially nowadays, it's so common where you can buy just about anything you want. Should you need something, you could just go on Amazon. It's there pretty much the same day, which is pretty crazy. But me and Kyle have always mentioned how no matter what field someone's in, no matter what they're doing, you really come to respect someone who's maintained a good level of health or fitness. And I think it's pretty universal in that regard because you're basically walking around saying, I'm disciplined, I'm driven, and I take care of my body. And that's something I think is amazing. Like, I'm sure we've been there, you know, you've been in the dentist's office, your dentist is jacked or something. You're like, dang, this person's a dentist and they're jacked. You know, it just, it shows that higher level discipline. And we've even mentioned, you know, there's people out there that are billionaires that are killing it. They just don't have their health, right? And it's something you can't just buy. Like you have to have that heart. You have to find that drive. You have to put in that work. And I know a lot of people say, well, I'm not that way. I didn't grow up playing sports. This doesn't come easy to me. I'm shy. I, you know, have some insecurities about going in the gym. And heart is something you earn, right? Like you earn through struggle, through challenge, through overcoming. Oh, you know, I got to go in this gym. This is a place I've never been. I'm unsure. And then you get a workout done. Then you get a a week of workouts done. Then you've been there for like 10 years. I mean, that's my story pretty much, right? And, you know, look at how far that's come. So my point is like, I think it's just very admirable. And I think it's awesome too, that, you know, you're tuning into this episode right now. You're taking additional time outside of the gym, outside of your busy schedule to learn more about your fitness, health, and happiness. So if you're listening to this, you got heart, you're due for big things and you were going to crush this week. I love him. Every single person here, you guys are super awesome. And, uh, I love that quote. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm taking a bit of a different approach. Josh is there was like super simple and like very solid, like very punchy. But, um, my quote here is more of kind of, I guess you could say like a phrase, um, that I wanted to share. And, uh, basically I, I came across it through Instagram. Like everyone posts different variations of this, but I just thought it was very powerful that I wanted to, uh, you know, share it with every single person here. So basically it is, uh, if you lose one pound per week for an entire year, that's a total of 52 pounds, 104 pounds in two years. The scale will not go down every single week. It's just how it is. So stop stressing out when it fluctuates, keep putting in work and trust the process. And you know, just that message alone is just pretty powerful to me, especially because a lot of times I think people get so caught up on the number, they get so stressed out and everything like that. And you know, when you actually think of it, yes, I do believe some people listening here do have, you know, let's say a certain amount of weight, you know, between 50 and 100 pounds to lose. I totally get it. But I'd say a lot of times, you know, when we get messages, kind of a lot of people are looking to kind of be in that 15 to 30, maybe 40 pound range and everything like that. But the kind of the moral of the story is just that it's not always going to go down. It's not a linear um, process. And like, you know, I'm kind of, I guess you could say, like, I'm going to talk a little bit after about like patience, but I just think like, I I just want to get this message across because that's why we calculate average weigh-ins. That's why we try to weigh in three to seven times per week. 
and you know obviously calculated versus just like the random wins where like it just kind of spikes up for no reason and then you're just like oh my gosh you sent a message i can't believe it i gained two pounds overnight it's like no you didn't so long story short we need to trust the long game we need to trust the process especially we need to keep putting in work and just also realizing that even like there's going to be a lot of times where you just even when we calculate the average you may not lose a, a pound for the week but at the end of the day realizing that like there's just it's not it's not linear like that but also even past that once at one pound per week for 52 weeks is a lot of weight that's over 50 pounds so just keep that into consideration a lot of great things are usually happening even if you know you're not losing for a specific week you're like yes over a couple week time frame and yes of course we do need to make some changes if you know the scale is not budging if it's not going down but for the most part i think a lot of times people stress out weight earlier than they should and if you hit like one simple little plateau for the week you know you especially and here's the thing when you're doing it by yourself that's where a lot of things take place and of course having a coach and having our awesome community we're able to say hey listen you know so and so here's what's happening here's why it's happening boom but when you're doing it by yourself a lot of times people just decrease their calories they'll start to want to give up they'll start to say you know what's the point anyways and that's why i did want to offer a really cool thing here i'm jumping into this a bit early but uh we do actually want to help five amazing people lose fat for good, not just for the next 90 days, but for the rest of your life. So if you are looking to get in the best shape of your life to lose body fat, but also build the habits so that way you can lose weight and just continuously lose, not even continuously lose weight, but continuously build these amazing habits and be in the best shape of your life for the rest of your life. Send us a message with the keyword fat loss on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We'll take care of you and we look forward to helping you. But that's uh, that's my quote for this week. 110%. I love telling people too, if you could be 1% better, you know, just each and every day, like, you know, in 100 days, you'd be 100% better. And 1% might seem like a lot. It might even seem ridiculous, like in the span of your life. But I've just spent a lot of time and I even mentioned a few weeks ago about just the power of compounding and even some great examples how I've done that personally in my life like I've just made it a promise to myself just to get up when my alarm goes off and I've done that consistently and because of that you know I've had that much more time in the morning to get after it to to make it count to spend time getting my work done to be there for my clients to you know give additional little motivational things and even past that too you know I've spoken about just needing to level up you know and even because I'm up on time walk my dog every single day and I've actually extended that walk because I know by adding that in like it still sounds an extra five minutes of my walk is this bigger loop five to ten minutes more you know doing that over the span of years is going to be significant I'm going to normalize that as the short walk I take them on right and it's just the same too I remember when I was a kid I used to walk my grandma's dog when I'd watch him and I probably walk him like the equivalent of four houses it was the lamest walk ever but i normalized it right so if you can normalize yourself to that higher standard to that higher level it can be really impressive and it can stack up and it can be so powerful right which is really really cool so that is something definitely you know just to kind of keep on the top of your mind and to see the value of and how powerful that can be and even to kyle's example it's not about trying to lose 10 pounds in two weeks it's about doing consistently you know it's there's a reason there's that analogy right of the tortoise and the hare and you know why the tortoise ends up winning and it's just having that consistent focus just showing up and as we've always said you can't be that person who every time they get knocked down they just keep standing up right so that is a huge part of this journey and I actually really love that he shared that today so we're going to go ahead and jump into the thought segment so we got some really cool thoughts on our head Uh, so the first thing I really want to touch upon and 
something I've been enjoying a lot. It's summer. I'm fired up. I think that's why I've gone with a little bit less of the philosophical quotes and a little bit more of the punchy hoorah to get everyone going. You know, I think I've just been charged up. Summer, I'm running around. I love it. Playing sports, working out harder, enjoying the sun, walking a ton more. Like to me, it just, it really does energize me, which is cool. And because I've been doing this, I mean, powerlifting hard, I've been stronger than I've ever been. You know, I've come to realize more and more just how food is fuel. So there's obviously we talked about the powers of some foods and the positives they can bring and i love having great fun foods too i love the summer for that i'm definitely a foodie right but at the end of the day i think it's so important to remember food as fuel and the reason i want to bring this up is hunger signaling so cool right and a lot of people ask me too like what are your thoughts of intuitive eating and you know i think in a perfect world it's amazing like the concept of just eating when you're hungry and eating till you're satisfied is the simplest way to do it. It'll work 110%, especially if you understand the sources of your food and the macronutrients. Like if you're getting in protein, if you're getting in good quality fiber, if you're eating good food, the problem is it's an unfair bet. We're basically all, I mean, especially if you love food, right? We're basically like, you know, addictive gamblers in a casino. The world around us, it's just not fair. Like you, me and Kyle were discussing this because my body will say, hey, Josh, I'm hungry. I'll walk by Starbucks, I'll be going to get my coffee, and I can pound 600 calories of sugar from a Frappuccino, more or less. And it's just, it's not a fair bet, right? And it's hard to really calibrate effective signaling. And we we're like reading a discussion about this too, like as we mentioned last week with the Starbucks thing. And the thing I forgot to mention too is one person in like the thread, they said, honestly, I felt the best ever when I just ate whatever I want when I was hungry. And they put dot, 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 but I lived in a farm in the middle of nowhere. And if I wanted to eat something, I had to kill an animal or like, you know, like get, prepare some of the vegetables. And like, that's the thing, right? That's where I get the appeal, but it is such a, tough battle like even me like i live close to like all these fried chicken play all these things you smell it sometimes i'll be in my backyard like come on now like i'm literally like almost neighbors to mcdonald's which is hilarious i never go there i make a point of it but it's same of those habits right if i just make a point of going there every day you know and i just get one little thing and some of what kyle said 100 days from now that can be powerful in the opposite way so i think it is really important to remember food is so awesome for like experience and being with people and enjoying it and you know it can be amazing for that and it is but you do need to remember too are you giving your body good fuel are you giving it things that are going to energize you that are going to make you feel good that are going to give you a good physique and what i love too is when you eat really good food you can eat way more of it i was saying to kyle how like i got my mom brought me one of those uh vegetable platters you know there's a huge ranch in the middle and then you get like a ton of carrots which everyone loves those little exploding tomatoes i call them and then you get like cauliflower and broccoli which no one really eats unless you're dunking in the ranch i swear but for fun i'm like okay i'm just gonna eat this raw broccoli i had two pieces i I thought i was hungry i got so stuffed i was like oh my gosh like this is not easy to push down but like when you're eating good food you can eat a lot of food right especially if you have people over you have lean proteins available you really lean into the leafy greens you have a huge salad before you can really enjoy yourself and then you can have a nice tasteful dessert right whereas if you're coming you know you're eating at someone's house and you're starting out by having five six hundred calories of chips you know then you're having a massive burger then you're pounding down like you can just see how it's totally biased like we've never ever had such ability to have such calorically dense and satisfying food in one go so you need to know it's an unfair battle and you need to make every effort to really work in good food as the core of your diet and use that a 20 rule and still have fun things still enjoy your life but i think it is something that a lot of people are overlooking nowadays and even myself i kind of had to challenge myself because i realized almost every time i was eating 
And I stopped snacking in a way which is intriguing. I realized it's probably actually a negative for me because I wanted every meal to be the best meal ever. Like it had to be. Like you and me and Kyle got Greek today. Like and it's so good. It's hitting the neurons. It feels so good. I'm eating out. But at the same time, maybe that's an expense at me just having 200 calories of carrots and eating a ton of carrots and enjoying it or having some almonds as a snack or like so you know you do have to keep in mind sometimes food is just food and the reason i want to jump into this and maybe kyle will expand as well from a different point of view is our meal preps like a lot of people go these aren't that amazing like it's just a meal prep like i could make this at home you know why 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 are you anyways take it over i know you touch on this yeah like i don't know i just i feel like uh just these days um you know after i'm gonna be talking about patience but i think there's like a couple things wrong which is like our society and just you know know kind of a lot of us right and i'll be the first to admit like i've been there as well and just like i think a lot of times people just always need everything that they have to just be like this crazy exciting thing and you know it kind of talks it kind of goes into even just exercises right everyone wants to be doing like the the most new and improved craziest exercise they've never tried but i really challenge like a lot of you know you guys here just like to really kind of just pay more attention to like just kind of keeping your nutrition nice and solid and just like not needing to always switch it up and like even just kind of working off that meal prep example like you know I just like I for me personally knowing that I have these here like I'm getting my protein I know exactly what it is it's saving me time and even just like for an example a friend of mine uh you know had uh you know tried some meal preps and stuff like that and you know I was like hey you know you uh so are you gonna order again and they're like no um, you know, no, I can actually do this all myself. So the next week I said, Hey, so did you end up doing it yourself? They're like, Nope. <laughs> and so long story short, it's just funny because like a lot of times, like we have those like mindsets of like, okay, well, you know, number one is like something might be a little bit boring. I'm like, so what's wrong with that? Like what's, what's wrong with boring? You know, just like, I, it's kind of funny how we, we've just changed like that. Right. Especially with just how like the stimulation wise, we need just everything to be like over the top, just, you know, new and like exciting and just kind of like all this like wild stuff. I guess that's just kind of how we're trained especially even just social media you know the other day I took a photo I didn't post it but um, I do want to eventually start doing more stuff like this of just like my uh, my big glass of water in the morning my coffee as well as uh, my oatmeal and the oatmeal looked disgusting but like at the end of the day it's just like what am I going to post? Am I going to be posting that or like the fun little donut that I might have like once every couple of weeks or whatever, right? So I think that's where it gets a little bit tough with social media and just even kind of like a lot of our mindsets as well. Just like, oh yeah, like, you know, I'll, I'll do this, all this cooking. I'll do all this stuff myself. I'm like, okay, cool. If you do that, then that's awesome. But I think even a lot of times people will say like, you know, that they will. And it's just, it's important to know yourself. I know I say this quite a bit, but um, yeah, I thought that was a very good point and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Like I said, gamblers in a casino, right? Like we want that hit. We want the tastiest food. We want the most Instagrammable meal, but it's sometimes too, like, you know, it's just like the constant of presence too. Like if you're always only happy when you're doing the most hype, cool thing, like sometimes it's fun just to sit outside, do nothing and think. Right. And the same too, like I, the meal prep's good. And like my oatmeal is good. My smoothie's good. Yes, it's not as good as me going out to some sweet restaurant and special thing, but I also feel like when you're just eating those foods that are good for you, that feel good, that you can prepare, that are easily consumable, you appreciate those things more, right? And that's kind of what I'm getting at too, is just like sometimes sacrifice actually leads to more enjoyment and you feel better because of it. You can control portions, it's cheaper. So just a few things to keep in mind too. I know like a lot of people are like heavy with the DoorDash and all these different things. And these are even things I challenge myself with because I'd consider myself to be a pretty 
disciplined, motivated individual. I'm lazy with food. I don't like preparing it. I don't like cooking it. I like quick, easy things. It's just how I've been. I've seen more merit often eating out. Like even that's why Chipotle when I can, like I love Chipotle so much because for like 15 bucks, I can get the same amount of value it would take for me to prepare it at home better and quickly whenever I want it, right? And I can still regulate that to the degree I want. And that's been my attitude towards it. But same with the meal preps. Yes, I could do it myself. And like, that's my thing too. If you've been saying, hey, I don't need a trainer. I don't need an online coach. I'll do it myself. I'm sure, I mean, like it's hard to hear, but you've probably been saying that for the last few years or like, because if things aren't going in the right direction, if you're not progressing, you're truthfully regressing. And before you know it, you know, like Kyle said, you can have 100 days of progress. Like, let's say you gain a pound every day for 100 pounds. You won't, but you could be 100 pounds more. And we all know how it is every year. Christmas comes, Thanksgiving, we have a sweet birthday. We go on a vacation. And I think the average person, they work in an office, they're pretty sedentary. You know, they go up five pounds a year. You have to consider after 10 years, that could be 50 pounds. That could be you not even recognizing yourself, not even moving the same. And like... It sounds scary, but that's why we want to challenge people, you know, to be hungry and to kind of, you know, get out and just have this attitude. And that's why we spend time on these thoughts, because these are things me and Kyle are trying to improve upon. And we want to continue to have everyone else listening and just fire up and do better because of it. Right. So that's what I want to jump on today. Did you have any other thoughts you wanted to touch into before the client shout out? Yeah, I won't spend too much time on this, but kind of similar to what we've been talking a little bit about how just we all need everything to be kind of the newest, fanciest, craziest thing. I do believe another kind of you know, problem that I see. And uh, I'm very, like, I've been through this as well. I try not to, you know, let this consume me is just like the whole patient side of things. I know we've said like, just how literally you press the button and you can have something so quickly in terms of, you know, let's say DoorDash in terms of Amazon, in terms of just whatever it is. That's just the way that, you know, I guess things have uh, changed these days. But I think a lot of it results into our habits and just kind of like our mindset. So like, for example, there's so many different scenarios I can talk about where like I see the, um, you know, just like people with very just small like um just their patience is just not there right and i've been there as well but you know a couple examples people will start creating a youtube channel we've had hundreds of people around us hey i'm creating this youtube channel like you know after a couple episodes or videos they're like what the heck why aren't i blowing up you know are they going to continue uploading after that probably not most people end up fading you know fat loss a lot of times people start logging they start building these habits you know they may not see like the changes that they instantly see you know our our coaching clients typically actually do but a lot of people who start to do things like just themselves uh, they may not and then they're going to give up because they become demotivated even sports you know you pick up a new sport like you know just realizing that like you have to be patient like it's not going to come just like that and I guess like one thing I wanted to transition into was kind of just like the health bank a bank account so for example a lot of times people will spend let's say for example you spend a couple years just not not doing something let's use uh, let's use weight loss for example let's use fitness you're not taking care of your health as much you're eating a bit crappier you know just you spend years just kind of taking out essentially withdrawals, right? So let's look at it as like a bank account. You're taking out withdrawal, you know, the fast food, the skipping the workouts, the non-movement, withdrawal, withdrawal, withdrawal. And then it comes to a certain point where you start to make a few deposits. You work out, deposit. You eat healthy, deposit. You're still in the negative. And that's where I think a lot of people essentially struggle is they're like, they they spend, let's say, two years just not treating themselves kind of properly, which, you know, hey, it happens. I know a lot of people are trying to bounce back from COVID, but then they spend one week trying to make a couple deposits and they're like, what the heck? Like, why aren't I there? So you have to realize, like, if you spent, like, let's say two years or, you know, however long it is, maybe even two months, like, whatever the time frame is, like, just take it a little bit easier. Like, realize.
realize it's not just going to bounce right right back to where you kind of like want it to be. And you have to spend some time to get that into the positive to where you start to lose all that weight, to where you start to feel your best and have that confidence again. So yeah, I just want to share that. I was kind of like on a run the other day. I was thinking, I was like, man, it kind of is like a bank account. Like just every workout that you do, deposit. Every healthy meal, deposit. And just so many different things, proper sleep, boom, 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 to the point where you're like, okay, cool. You know, I'm crushing it. And uh, yeah, then you're just you're essentially rich through health. And I think that's one of the most important things that anyone can say they are in life is just rich through health. Um, and even of course happiness, but yeah, that's what I had for today. Yeah. one thing even to challenge yourself with, like, I know a lot of people too, you know, tax returns come around. It's like, let's go. I got this money to spend. Right. And in a way, right. Like you have to consider if you're overweight or you're at a level of fitness and health, you don't want to be at like, if you do a little extra activity, like sometimes you should enjoy that. Like we I just have an example because we have a friend, we were golfing and he's saying, oh, I'm golfing so I got more calories or I was working on my fence so I got more calories. But it's like you're just neutralizing, right? Like you, you need to make that deposit. That's an additional deposit because you're fighting the opposite. The times where you didn't do the activity, you ate those extra calories. So you kind of want to fight that notion. And, you know, we wanted to have some real talks. You know, obviously these are, you know, challenging things that we still work on that I think everyone could work on. But, you know, that's what this is about, right? Being fitter, healthier, and happier. And that's by leveling up, having some introspection. So hopefully everyone enjoyed that. And, you know, just before we jump in the client shout out, we have kept this podcast ad free for a reason. We'd love one day. We're going to share like our email like we wake up sometimes and there's like 15 20 pushes people wanted to pay us a lot of money to promote xyz on this podcast but at the end of the day we do this to help people we want to keep it real and we're thankful that we've been able to do that by way of you know just having our online coaching and helping people one-on-one and being even more actively involved in transpirations which really keeps us going but you know all we can ask is if you love this podcast and you just want to say thank you to me and kyle you know if you could share this to your instagram story this episode and you like that we keep it real if you can leave a review if you could put it on your facebook on your myspace as we say your twitter wherever it is you share stuff if you can go ahead and just say hey i like these guys you know i like what they stand for and i think they can help you be fitter healthier and happier that really means the world to us so thank you to everyone who takes two seconds to do that y'all the best we're going to jump into the client shout out which is my client mike robbins which i think is really cool as he used to you know do a lot of bmx super awesome like freestyle bmxer and the reason i think that's so cool is i used to be really heavily into skateboarding i was like sponsored skateboarder like spent so much time like eight ten hours a day just doing that all day so it's really cool even for him and I remember too as a skateboarder like I just always had really strong legs I was always so skinny you know I was joking too like on the ride home yesterday with coach Armando how I just ate absolute garbage when I was skateboarding you know like you just eat what you can to just try and do whatever right and you can get away with it because you're doing activity for 10 hours right it doesn't mean it's healthy for you but that's kind of the case but anyways Mike you know life crept up on him a little bit he signed up, he renewed, and you know, I'm proud to say we're 65 pounds down in 28 weeks, which is a phenomenal rate of loss and a really healthy rate of loss. He's looking lean and mean now. We're jumping into a reverse diet full swing, actually marking this week. So I wanted to give Mike a special mention. And, you know, he just really dug in. He had a home gym. He dug into the program. He's seen fantastic com- uh, composition change. He dug into the macronutrients. He challenged himself with the eating. And these are examples, like Kyle said of those amazing compounding results. And you can see how amazing he's looking and the change has taken place in only 28 weeks. And that's the thing, if you keep saying, I'll do it myself, I'll do it later, I'll wait till life's not busy, it's not gonna happen. Life keeps getting busy, it's gonna keep throwing things at you. It is hard, it is unfair, it's harder for some people. Let us help you. We opened up five spots for a reason for this promo. So to kickstart your journey, DM us on Instagram to at ClossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, saying fat loss. Now into the mailbag. What do we got for the first question kyle 
I've hit a plateau in my weight loss journey. I hope everyone liked that. One, one day we're going to get like all yeah, the just cool like sound a- effects. But I, I feel like sometimes they're so intense and they're so annoying. And like, yeah. once again, it's hard to find a good editor or anything. So we still edit our own episodes. But we're going to level up. You know, people are going to share this. We're going to get there one day. We're going to be able to get someone to, to help us with that. But anyways, someone's going to message us and be like, hey, I can do that. But uh, no, Please. 420 episodes later, still crushing it. I love this podcast. I get so excited even I was saying to Josh, I was like, man, I love Motivation Monday, especially just like there's times I'm just like throughout the day, I'm taking notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to like talk about all these things. And like you guys are, you know, in a great community to talk to, um, especially because I feel like a lot of you actually listen consistently. So I really appreciate you all uh, for listening, especially. Um, so number one. I've hit a plateau in my weight loss journey. I'm 13 pounds down and about 30 pounds overweight. So 17 pounds to go, but the scale hasn't budged in three weeks. What do you do for your clients to blast through this plateau? Have you ever felt overwhelmed trying to come up with another content idea? Maybe you have like two really good ideas that you're excited about and then it's crickets. Hi, I'm Crystal Profit, host of The Profit Podcast, where we help you create content with confidence. Whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a repurposing strategy to make your life easier, we help you create content that you are proud to put out into the world. So make sure that you listen to The Profit Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Absolutely. So plateau blasting through it. That's our specialty, right? That's our passion here. You know, people that are going at it and struggling, even people that haven't even started, you know, we love helping because, you know, sometimes too, we can build bad habits and we cannot have, you know, that personal reflection. And I'm sure Kyle will share it too. He sent a meme. Uh, it was pretty funny to the coaches chat and it, it was a little applicable. So um, maybe he'll pull that up and share that with everyone, which would be really cool today. But, you know, first and foremost, in terms of like, you know, kind of blasting through plateaus, you know, there's just like common things you can kind of do i'd say to tighten up so like a lot of the time i mean yeah do you have it pulled up yeah so basically it says uh i gain weight in a calorie deficit with this guy like just drowning like his head like just over water <laughs> um it's a really funny mean meme sorry and uh basically and then there's him just kind of like sitting there underneath the water and there's like five different things so it says um underestimates portion sizes untracked cheat meals overestimates activity doesn't track alcohol, doesn't track on weekends. So that, I mean, that explains That's a reverse lot engineering, That's, the things yeah. I'm probably going to share with most people, right? So you can get away with losing weight by just being a little bit healthier, right? If you go from an activity and you start to challenge it and you say, I'm going to be less sedentary, I'm going to be a little bit healthier, you're probably going to see change, probably going to see that weight come down, right? Just from that change alone, even being in a deficit tracking, but over time too, you can only you know, ride that wave so far. And the deeper you get into it, the more intense you have to get with it, right? So these are where you need to bring up that intention, you know, and even another great example, it's so fun. Like we just love the podcast because we can talk what's on our mind. We're out with a friend, we got food, he got sweet potato fries, right? And then he goes, okay, so sweet potato fries are 100 cals. Um, and we're like, what? Like, nah, like, <laughs> you know, 300 to 500 for that portion for sure. But in his defense, it's fair, right? Like his argument was he searched sweet potato. What comes up on my fitness ball? And that's the problem. Like, so obviously, you know, if you are in a plateau, you got to analyze, you know, am I eating out a lot? Am I having bigger portions? And I think, 
Am I, uh, you know, not tracking my alcohol? Am I having excessive amounts of alcohol? As Kyle mentioned, are you underestimating portion sizes? So, you know, a lot of the time too, if you're someone who you have a macro goal and you have protein and you wait to the last second of the day to log it all, you're going to find a way to make it fit. You know, I'm going to find a way to make that 2,700. Even if you had more, you're going to change things a bit and be like, haha, I hit it on the head. Whereas if you log in advance, you know, especially when you're eating out, I do recommend over logging for a reason. It's going to be more accurate, right? And you can kind of play out that satiety. If you're starving at the end of the day, you're like, okay, maybe I was too dramatic with that. I could eat back some cows. But a lot of the time, you know, as we mentioned before, when you're eating out, they're making it their job to make it as tasty as possible. They're going to jack that thing up with salt, butter, oil, everything they can to make it tasty. And that's why usually I'll log things and I'll log oil and I'll kind of gauge how oily it is. Another really good tool is for whatever reason, even Kyle mentioned it the other day, which I thought was funny, is we have like a chain near us called Jack Astor's. It's like, it's okay. It's just like this chain, whatever, like thing you can eat out at. But they have a lot of everything is what I think is pretty good. So they have fries. They, and you can kind of know what their fries look like. So whatever that is for you, whether it's chilies, whether it's Outback, whether it's, I don't know, wherever the heck people are going these days, right? If you kind of have a concept of what that is and it's a bigger restaurant they'll have better caloric facts for it and you can gauge so if you're like i know what the fries look like there and i have fries at a different place i can kind of relate it to that and i know those fries are 550 calories you know if they're more oily and i have a bigger portion maybe it's more fries right and if it's they're not as oily it's a smaller portion maybe it can have less but i can have that baseline and it can help anyways i'm getting to a whole thing of tracking here but case in point you do need to be careful when you eat out so a good way you can kind of tighten that up is eat at home a bit more when you eat at home you can literally measure things out I'm a, I, I just like measuring everything because I know what I log and it might sound super excessive but it's not like I'll throw like I like smart pop a lot lately I'll throw it on the scale I'll pour it into a bowl I'll take it off the scale and I'll say okay perfect you know I've had two portions of this or two and a half like it's just there's no guesswork right like when we everyone who guesses you're going to give yourself the benefit of the doubt you're human so you know the more you can narrow in on those things the more it's going to help you you know, the next thing you could do is obviously increase your like output. You could try and regulate your SEP goal. You can increase your SEP goal. You could, you know, try and push the intensity in your routine. All these things are going to help with it. Some more advanced things you can do, um, you know, are things like diet breaks, carb refeeds, and reverse diets. Um, we've touched on these a lot more in depth in previous episodes. And, uh, you know, if more people would like us to do another one on it, maybe we'll do another high-level dieting tips uh, episode. But in a nutshell, a diet break, you know, even a study has shown that, you know, people who are eating in restriction and then come back you know for one to two weeks usually you want a 14 day window um, at maintenance actually are able to adhere to diets better and longer whereas you feel like when you're being starved out it can be tough you know you're kind of suppressing ghrelin leptin uh, you know just amazing nutrients that are going to help with hunger signaling and satiety refeeds can kind of mirror that um, you know i've been more of a fan of a diet break than refeeds lately i like refeeds for people that are competing um, you know otherwise i think they're not as impactful unless you are quite lean and then obviously reverse diets right finishing your dieting phase know how to segue out of that is such an important thing especially if you are deep in a diet but for most people with plateaus it's going to be those things we mentioned above and similar to the things Kyle had in the meme I'm really glad that uh, he brought that up um, because I think a lot of times like you know for, for example, some people will say, hey, you know, I'm just, I'm in a bit of plateau and they'll kind of look for every other reason than the reasons that are typically like, you know, what we had mentioned, right? It's the a hard things. pill to swallow, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is hard to swallow. So like, yeah, like people are like, oh, I think it's the workouts. Like, I think I'm gaining too much muscle. I'm doing too much strength training or, you know, just, uh, man, it's those carbs. Like, you know, and yes, carbs, of course, 
out of your calorie just allowance will add up. I just want to make that very clear there. Um, And that potentially will take you out of a calorie deficit, but people will blame like the specific things. And like a lot of times, you know, not saying that, Hey, like you are at a legit plateau and we've got to add in these extra more advanced things that Josh mentioned, but I'd say about 80 to 90% of the time, it's more so, Hey, you're eating out a little bit too much. It's like, you know, you're out of your deficit on the weekend. Like all those things that I had, uh, you know, kind of mentioned from that meme, like, even though it was a funny thing, like it was just such an accurate thing as well. So it's really good to take a full picture and be like, hey, am I being honest here? Like, you know, that example, you know, just even like there's been so many times recently and, you know, for me, it's not as big of a deal. I'm not necessarily in a fat loss phase at this current moment. However, for a lot of people, I realized like, you know, when I added honey, I wanted to try it out into, uh, you know, just add it into, um, you know, Greek yogurt just to spice it up once. And I was like, oh man, like I forgot to add that in like an extra hundred calories and stuff like so long story short is I think a lot of people just aren't realizing um, and it's, it's a hard pill to swallow and they'll kind of try to find every single reason aside from that and then they won't be looking at that exact thing that's right in front of them you know just like like josh mentioned the constant takeout stuff like it adds up right so um that was very well said um so i'm glad uh, this question was asked awesome so now jumping to the next one how do you recommend i find new exercise to do in the gym and how do i know it's actually good i find a few on tiktok but i know you said be wary though so as kyle said same especially with working out like be really aware not to just keep doing the new crazy thing. Like it's getting ridiculous too. Like I know it's almost become a joke, like a dude in a forest, like, you know, on top of his dog, hip thrusting an entire freaking branch of a tree. Like I've seen some crazy things of people doing it. And like, you can find great new exercises. It could be cool. People at the gym can show you new things to do, but we always say the bread and butter is the bread and butter for the reason, you know, the things that have been around like compounds, you know, good dumbbell training, some effective machines, cable training, like, don't just try to rewrite the wheel just because you see some, you know, person who looks amazing on TikTok marketing for you to do it. A lot of it is competing for attention, right? But the people that look amazing got there doing, you know, generally you'll see where things are pretty crowded at the gym. The other thing I will say too is don't just design a routine that you purely love and that's just super fun. And you might say, what is not exactly what I want to do? But a lot of the time, the things you don't want to do are what you should be doing. As I mentioned before, you know, when something's hard, it's generally because it's good for you, unless it's causing you pain or you're doing it with incorrect form um, that would be the one exception examples i hate doing split squats calf training is boring to me um, but that's why i need it Um, i'd rather do curls all day instead of doing really heavy back and leg movements once again where am i going to get more bang for my buck back and leg so you know make sure you're looking at it from that higher level and that I just want to touch on. But what's really cool, I don't want to spend too much time here. I'm just going to share an amazing resource with you. And it's kind of hidden. Uh, and this is one of my favorite things ever. And this is called the bodybuilding.com slash exercises slash finder. And this is linked in the top of the episode. So you can go ahead and click it and check it out. You can literally select the muscle you want to work, like even to the individual. Like you, it's not just back. Like they actually have traps, lats. Like it's really cool how they've kind of split that up. Rhomboids, like you can specifically choose, which is just totally awesome. And they'll show all the exercises they have listed. And it's like a very exhaustive amount. And they'll have the community rating of it, which is so cool. So I think it's like a fun way to kind of poke around if you are wanting to program. Saying so, like just doing all the highest rated stuff might not necessarily work. It might be repetitive. It might be redundant. I always like to say programming is like a masterpiece. Even it's funny. I saw like a, a TikTok of this streamer i guess he was trying to make music and show it wasn't hard and he was just pressing like buttons on a programming thing of sounds he's like it's just mixing sounds it's easy and then he played it it sounded like nonsense you know and like the logic's there but 
it does need to be put together for it to make sense, right? Like it's very similar to music in that sense, like programming. Like you have to compose it. It has to have a melody. It has to have a flow. It has to have an understanding, right? Like even in terms of the gym and the muscles you're working and fatigue and all these different components. So it's not just about doing the best things. It's about doing an intelligent routine for you that really flows that, you know, isn't going to over fatigue you. And that's the other thing too. If you have something where you're wiped after the first two movements, you can't complete it or it's too exhaustive or it's not uh, intense enough or it's neglectful of certain areas of your body you're going to build an unbalanced physique and that's why we work really hard to build superior routines specifically designed for you to be your best self 100 percent. that's so well said I'll, I'll never forget one of the you know very a great quote that i saw one time on instagram and it was just you know strength training is doing the same movements over and over again just for you know a certain amount of time or essentially i guess you could say the rest of your life and he had like a list of i think he said like maybe 15 movements like kind of like 15 movements that he thought was like beneficial and like kind of just like just solid for you you know obviously like yeah like it'd be nice to you know take out a squat squats for a while or something like that but it's like no these things are so great for you like i think a lot of times people try to find variations and just always want to switch it up and it's like because they want to stay away from that hard thing but even thinking about a lap pull down like a lap pull down has always been in my routine like no matter what, for the better part of 10 years, you know, and I think it'd be easy to be like, oh, I've done these for so long. Like, why am I still doing that? But it's like, no, these are like the foundation of like a great back, like just a vertical pulling movement. You're not going to get that any way else aside from pull-ups and chin-ups. These are going to be a staple. So I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, let's switch it up. It's like, no, there's not really a good alternative for stuff like that. And I could talk about a lot of other muscle groups as well, where just you got to keep them in there and it just makes the most sense. Of course, you can switch the grip, but anyway, so enough about that. Um, another great question, and this is jumping into the third question for the week is um, I start my week with good intention, food prep and a fresh mindset to get some good workouts in. But I seem to forget a lot of things and have a hard time keeping track of everything I need to when life takes over. Any tips? And this was like such a great question. And I think this happens to a lot of people, especially like when we were having our coaches meeting and everything the other day, we realized like, you know, just there's everyone has such a different and interesting life. Every single one of you are so unique based off of your priorities, you know, how many kids you have, like what your job is like, where you're, you're just, everything is just so unique. And that's one thing we realize with every single client and we try to make sure, Hey, everyone is different. Let's, let's remember that. And that's so important. And that's why we have such a high success rate within our coaching. Whereas a lot of other coaches just say, Hey, given this program, it's going to work for them. Right? So long story short, um, there is such thing as decision fatigue, right? And that's where, that's why, you know, for example, I like keeping my breakfast the same because I don't want to have to wake up and just constantly think about all these little small things within the day. But four of the biggest things that I've always used, uh, I actually, you know what? I haven't always used these things, but once I did, like my life is completely transformed. Like, you know, just, I used to forget a lot of things and a lot of important things, you know, whether it's scheduling a podcast, whether it's putting up a YouTube video, whether it's, you know, when I'm supposed to bring a microphone, I forget to bring that. Like there'd be a lot of things in my life and, uh, you know, just it's fair. I know a lot of you guys as well. Like there's, there's things as well, but long story short, these are very important, especially because if you have the great intentions and if you're just struggling to remember things and just, you know, can't stay on track with like, oh, you know, how much cardio did I do? So anyways, Google is one of the greatest resources. It's free. There are so many different things. I really encourage you to kind of just spend some more time in there. So two of the greatest things, uh, I don't remember where I got it from. I know Google Keep, Josh had introduced that to me. Um, was it you that introduced Google Keep? Yeah, we switched over from uh, Evernote. Evernote, Evernote yeah. used to be good. It got weird. I mean, Google, I swear, Google Cloud Service is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Keep. Like, Google Keep is just like a note. And it's all synced if you have a Gmail. Like, you get all this for free. Um, and that's why, like, 
Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and like we were talking to our coaches and they like mentioned we needed to do something and I'm like literally I have I'm sharing my screen. I'm like, okay, cool. Writing it down. Google calendar. You know? Yeah, Google Calendar. Like I show a lot of my clients this as well. Like you will see, you know, not to a T, but for the most part, you will see my entire week in a nutshell. When I'm doing my client check-ins, when I'm reading, when I'm doing my cardio, like I try to plan it. A lot of it is recurring, but it just it takes the guesswork. And I think that's where so many people struggle is they they have that decision fatigue. Like when they kind of look at these things, they're not really sure where their time's going or just like kind of what's going on so if you can automate as many things in your life and that kind of brings me into another thing like reminders are so powerful even myself I order my meal prep every single week I still have a reminder that goes out into my phone like even though like I guess you could say it kind of is a habit for the most part well actually we did switch our days that we're ordering the meal prep but you know long story short like yes it is kind of a habit but just if I have to constantly remember oh I gotta order my meal prep I gotta do this I gotta send that like it just becomes very tough so google calendar Google Keep, Google Drive, like Excel for a lot of our, you know, nutrition stuff for all of our clients is super awesome. And then the last thing that we've always done, because I really like to be able to take a look at the week and be like, okay, did I, did I actually read? Did I actually get these workouts in? How much cardio? Like, so in my notepad, I just keep this thing called rhythm register and I'll send it to Josh every Sunday and he'll send it back. We've been doing it for like maybe seven years. We got it from this guy, Darren Hardy, the author of a, a compound effect. And so basically I just have a bunch of things on there. Okay. Sauna, how many times? And then, you know, just, these are things that make me feel good. These are things that I should be doing that I have that just kind of on my priority list, strength training, mobility work, run 15 minute walk. How many did I do? So being able to look at this as a reflection for five minutes on uh, either Sunday night or Monday morning, whenever I get to it, allows me to be like, okay, even logging accuracy, Josh started putting that. I'm like, man, this is so powerful. So these are things that I find really help. It's it's great because you can take a deeper look into everything and just hold you accountable and have those reminders and have that, all that great stuff to be able to just see where everything's going and, uh, you know, kind of gauge everything from there. So yeah, that's kind of what I have for you as well today. There you go. Don't be like victim to your life, live your life, right? Like, you know, try and plan things out, think forward, you know, kind of plan it out. When you do it, it tends to go a lot better than if you kind of just wing it, right? So I think Kyle knocked that one out of the park. This is a really powerful episode. You know, I think there's just a ton of tangibles and takeaways and mindset shifts in here. So, you know, you got the week right here in front of you. Go out, take advantage of it, get after it and crush it. And thank you so much for tuning in today. We'll see you on Thursday.